0: Uh-huh. Keep the change, you
1: filthy animal Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt Feels like an RV snack. Mine. of a...
0: That's gonna leave a mark Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today
1: Woo-hoo.
2: This is Tom and Jim's Top 5 Naming
0: their top five lists on everything pop culture, celebrating the nineties, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom
3: Skull
2: and Jim Doubts. Can you drop a marble?
3: No, I, my dog uh, needs his nails cut. Oh, right, a petty as we call them. Um, a, a doggy petty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I'm uh, not spending the money on that. Um, I'll just take a, a, a little. Uh, it, well, it's like it really, honestly, looks like a pliers. <laughs> you just cut the toenails and then they call it square. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, try doing that with a cat. That's a good time. No,
3: I don't do anything with cats because cats are horrible. <laughs> My son tonight asked at dinner tonight. He's like, "Hey, Dad, do you like cats?" And I just looked at him and I just said, No. No, I don't. And we're never getting a cat. Because I knew that was the next question. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) He's like, Well, can we ever get a cat? I'm like, You can get a cat. He's like, When? When you move out. (laughs) He's five, so we got a while. So We got at least thirteen years. Right, at least. Yeah. So Oh buddy, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to start the show? Sure. You ready to just jump in this thing? Let's dive in feet first. Oh, feet first. All right. Let's do this. Say a little prayer. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. I am Tom, and that beautiful, sultry voice <coughs> who loves cats, <laughs> long walks on the beach, mm. and listening to Neil Diamond. Jim out,
2: all at the same time,
3: all at the same time. Well, I mean, it if you're going to do one yeah, why not do them all? You know, <laughs> <sighs> how's it going?
2: Good. You weren't kidding when you said, let's jump right into this. Oh, I'm ready. You, I'm you just ready. Hit that record button. And started talking. Yeah. You like it? I like, I, I like it. doing that. Uh, now you kind of, re- now one. you can
3: just ruin the magic by telling everyone where uh, mm. it doesn't matter. There, no there's listens. more
2: magic when you see behind the curtain.
3: Oh, a little peek behind the curtain. My dog, <laughs> it yeah. will not sit still. Um, Okay, he's going upstairs. All right.
2: I, uh, I I don't know why this popped into my head. I, I listened to a podcast with Malcolm Gladwell about he was talking about the uh, time when Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear and how he did it.
3: Yeah, how do you do it?
2: Do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to ruin the magic?
3: David Copperfield has ruined my whole life. Anyway, well, no, I mean that's not fair. That's pretty. Jesus. That's a pretty big that's, blanket statement.
2: It's really harsh <laughs> to hang on one man.
3: Anyway, how do you do it? Um, wait, the, wait, 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 everyone! If you don't want it ruined for you, uh, skip ahead about I don't know what thirty seconds.
2: Or yeah, sure. All right. Um, the little—I guess there were a bunch of people on on bleachers, uh-huh. and they put up like a curtain in front of them. Yeah, and then dropped it, and it was gone. They rotated the platform that the bleachers were on.
3: The people didn't notice. Apparently not. That's bullshit.
2: <laughs> right. Like there's nothing else. Behind, I, whatever. Yeah, but that's how he did it. He rotated the audience instead of moving the Statue of Liberty.
3: Oh well, well, you know, whatever. More power to him. I mean, he's making money by tricking people. I mean, that's that's what magic is, right? So magic
2: is real, Thomas.
3: Uh, magic is real. All right, let's not get into I don't this. <laughs> I don't care. Let's not get what, into this. What are we doing? What are oh we? Oh my gosh, Jim, we got a cool show tonight. We uh we are doing our top five movie sequels, and I like um, it. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited. And we before we get into our topic, a couple things before we get into topic. Of course, we'll go over some uh some comments from our fans, and uh, or I don't know if they're fans, but if people wrote in. I don't know if they actually like us. Um, and then fans is a
2: bold statement.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then we got Jim. We got the the guys themselves from the Deuce podcast who talk about sequels all the time. They're gonna join us. Um, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about their show and um kind of how they got started and stuff it, they have a really fun show i i listened to two of their episodes again today and uh they're really cool so that's brad and jeremy from the deuce podcast and then they'll give us their uh, top five uh, movie sequels as well so i'm excited to talk that's to
2: awesome. them i am too i am too i think this show's hilarious it's a really good idea and i think that both of them are really funny so i'm looking forward to talking to them about it
3: yeah good good and i uh uh, someday, maybe we'll be on their show. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe after this uh, interview, they'll probably be like, Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 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 we're, we're good. We don't, we we're don't, gonna,
2: don't need to we're talk to keep you. are going on our own. Yeah. Really, <laughs> don't need you idiots to ruin it. Our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page on that one, Jim. <laughs> uh. Well, okay. Uh. Do I, do I ask about your week? I don't. Do you want to ask about mine? Do does anyone care when we ask about each other's? <clears throat>? I don't.
2: I don't think anybody cares when we talk about it. Right. Um,
3: mine. Uh, I'll tell
2: you. I went to see it.
3: Oh, I got it. I'm very close to getting my wife to go with me because she does not do scary movies. But I'm like, she's the buzz about this movie is incredible, and she's somewhat interested now. So I'm, I'm close. How was it, buddy?
2: Um. I'll tell you if we did this show a year from now, the second part would probably be on my sequels list. I can tell you that. already.
3: The second part's not because out yet.
2: <laughs> exactly. If we did it, 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 that's what I said. If we did oh, it a oh, year I see what from you mean. now. Yeah. See what I mean?
3: Yeah. Got it.
2: Sorry. Sorry. I, I was time, totally the, doing something else. and not I'm Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. So I went to see it with a, a friend of mine from work. Cause my wife didn't want to go see it. She likes scary movies. She just didn't want to see it. And, um, it is awesome. It is awesome. Um, I mean, the, Pennywise is very scary. Um, the kids in it are hysterical. Nice. One of them is uh, from uh, – what was the Netflix show? Stranger Things. Yes, thank you. One of them is from Stranger Things, and he's really funny. All the, their banter is really hilarious. Nice. And uh, the whole plot line is great, and they, they broke it up into two movies. And uh, the first half is them as kids, and then 27 years later, they come back as adults, and that's going to be the second half. But it's, it's excellent, man. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that movie.
3: That's awesome. I mean, I love I, – you know, I, I've talked about this. I'm, I'm, I don't like clowns, and this – the original movie was one of the reasons I don't like clowns. Also, an incident at the Ice Capades. I don't want to get into it. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but the movie – the old movie, which was 1990, I want to say, was incredible. It was awesome. And they broke that. It's, they made it all at once. that They did the two parts right away. Like it came out. I think it was a – it might have been a TV special. I don't think it was ever in the theater. I don't even remember.
2: No, no it was made for TV. It was it made was for made- TV.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. And so – um, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I was curious how they're going to do it. And I just found out recently because I wasn't really looking – I didn't want to look too much into the movie because I didn't want it ruined for me, Um, the new one. And I like the fact that they're coming out later with the second part instead of doing it all in one movie or one. You know, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Well, good. I'm glad it. Uh, yeah, I've gotten uh, a lot of people have talked about it. They say they love it. Uh, I I um I hope now maybe uh, a, a horror movie like this gets a little more a little Oscar buzz. That'd be pretty cool because I heard like you said the kids are great, but the guy who plays Pennywise is incredible.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, his uh, his last name is Scarsgard. He was in um. Hemlock Grove on Netflix. If you watch that, he's one of the actors in that.
3: Right, I recognize him. I just I don't think I've watched any of the shows he's been on. But um, yeah, that's awesome. That is totally awesome. So cool. Well, I'm glad you saw that. I did not see a cool movie. Um, <laughs> uh, but I had the week off, and so I did a lot of work. I finished up the treehouse. Gym, posted some pictures on the Instagrams and uh, in the in the Facebooks and stuff. Um,
2: Are you gonna have a skull treehouse of horrors for
3: Halloween? I want to. I really want to. Um, um, I, I don't know if my wife's gonna let me, but we're we're hoping. Um, and I I did that, and I finished up. We I built a new front porch. My dad and I built it. Wow. Um, Ooh, so I got wow. a lot done. Yeah, it was uh it was nice. It was nice. And back to work today, and uh, work sucks. So um, <laughs> just leave it at that. I really don't want to get into it. Uh, but yeah, that's that. So anyway, but uh, yeah, that's that's my week. Uh, we got some comments from our show from last week and, and some uh, some past shows too. Here, can we get into okay. it? All right,
2: let's let's see we got. We got about two minutes before we're. Uh, then we got to call the boys. We, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, so I told him we're running a little late because that's because we're always running a little late. Um, okay, so this one comes from uh, I love this. Uh, Cartastrophe three six five. Uh, see that with the car like anyway. Um, he says, "Hey, big fan of the show. Keep killing it, sirs." Well, thank you. We will. Nice. Um, just finished the '90s clothing episode. I wasn't cool enough for Jinkos. I had the Target knockoff. Kept my textbooks in the pockets, though, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. which is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, this comment comes. From, this is a new. Uh, per, that, that was a new listener or uh, someone we haven't got a comment from anyway. Uh, and this one also is from someone we haven't got a comment from. His name is Jay Bentley. He said um, he was talking about our show last week, which is the. Uh, The food, uh, lunch food, uh, we had Italian dunkers, uh, which were just hot dog buns covered in melted cheese served with spaghetti sauce with ground beef in it. Good Lord. Oh man. Uh, for the school that just can't be bothered to make noodles, (laughs) (laughs) but he loved those things. Oh, that's awesome. Jay. Um, Uh, Leah says, fun episode on school lunches. I had been thinking about it all week. What school lunches really stood out for me? Uh, What I came up with was baked spaghetti, nachos, tater tots, shortbread cookies, and of course, rectangular pizza. Of course, I mean that's just that's been the consensus all through this. Um, in college, what stood out to me the most was noodle casserole. I swear they had that in the cafeteria almost every day. <laughs> it probably was just whatever was in the food yesterday. They made it into a noodle casserole. That's probably I what it was. I almost
2: guarantee that's what it was.
3: Yeah, uh, and waffle fries, which were the bomb. She said,
2: "Oh, waffle fries! Yeah, that's uh, a good call."
3: She does say, "So excited for the movie sequels episode, uh, Tom." I hope you do the '80s proud by picking Karate Kid Part Two. Too. Ooh. Oh, um, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for another great episode. You guys are still my favorite podcast. Well, thank you, Leah. Uh, this one is great. This is another new listener from Josh. Um, uh, from Also, he's from Texas, uh, and he says, Hi, guys. Just started listening to your show maybe a month ago and has become one of my favorites. Keep up the great work. I can't tell you how happy your school lunch episode made me. It brought, uh, I brought my lunch through elementary school, but bought lunch through middle and high school. And he said, he's talking to you here. He's like, Jim, we could have been best lunch friends. <laughs> Most of my lunches <laughs> were square pizza and the culinary specialty oddities that are the festata and the crispitos. Look at that. You could have See? been best friends. There you go.
2: I'm so glad somebody else knows what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> Our crispitos came with a scoop of that steamy hot canned school nacho "quote unquote" oh, cheese. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah.
3: Uh, He said, I'd also go to school early to get the giant chocolate chip cookies you were talking about. The bakery line had them fresh, and they fell apart as soon as you ate them. That, with a Coke, was (laughs) breakfast of champions. Uh, A little disappointed that Gushers didn't make an honorable mention. I'm not so much upset, I'm just disappointed. Uh, (laughs) And I did write back to him and said, go back and listen to our after-school snacks episode, uh, because I do talk about Gushers. Or, or, or Tom talks about how much he doesn't like him, and then Jim brings out too. So we did talk about him in that. So he'll go back. He said he's gonna go back and we'll listen to that show. Cool. So, that was a good one. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Those are great. Some, some great comments. I really, really appreciate all those. Um, it's just so cool, especially to get some from new listeners. We're getting new listeners every day. That's so. That's just really cool. So very excited. Very excited. Well, Jim, what? Let's not keep these guys waiting. Let's get. Uh, let's get Brad and Jeremy from the Deuce podcast on the horn. Let's talk a little movie sequels. What do you think?
2: Let's do it. I'm excited. All right.
3: jim well on the phone with us now are the guys from the deuce podcast brad and jeremy jeremy brad thank you for joining us
4: oh glad to be here thank you
3: i feel like you we have celebrities on the show this is crazy
0: oh that's no i feel like we're on a celebrity show (laughs)
3: yeah really wow well i'm sure all our 38 listeners are very proud of us so Oh, wow, right, that's 38. That's 37 more than us. Well, that was, wait, wait. that was put together. That was ours and yours put together. That's... Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> your show is awesome, you guys. Uh, we try to tell people about it a lot. We absolutely love your show.
4: Thank you. Thank um, you.
3: Where did you guys we come up... up with... It. I'm sorry, I was going to say, where did you guys kind of come up with the idea?
0: Um, Jeremy bought me a poster of Short Circuit 2. Ooh,
3: yeah, nice. that's a good one.
0: And... I thought it was funny. It was it a was, couple of
4: years. Like it was Christmas. Yeah, we had talked about it because that's so, what we give each other weird yeah. gifts like that. Yeah, nice. so I bought him, a, bought him a Short Circuit Two poster, and we loved it so much that uh, Bradley went and printed up a bunch of others. So we have like Teen Wolf Two, Weekend at Bernie's Two, oh. and all these twos. And they actually lead up the stairs to the bathroom, so that you can follow the trail of twos <laughs> to go leave it too. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Oh, that's awesome. That. And,
0: and one day I was coming down the steps after doing my business. Anyway, um, I was coming down the steps. <laughs> and I go, wouldn't it be funny if we did a podcast and it was just sequels?
4: And only the number two of sequels. Only the number two.
0: And you're like, yeah. And then another, was it another holiday? You gave these headphones that we're talking on. Well,
4: Yeah, you were talking about doing a podcast. Yes. And so we I, we bought I bought him some equipment to to start doing that. And then we had to come up with a name. And thinking of the trail of twos up to the bathroom, we decided to. to, And then (laughs) we laughed for like five minutes about that for some reason, and then said. Oh my god! When when we talk what? about what the movie is, we could when we review the the movie, we could call it dropping the deuce. Yeah,
0: when we release the the episode, would yeah. be dropping the deuce. Yeah.
4: and we laughed way longer than we probably should have about that, <laughs> but uh, we couldn't help ourselves.
3: That's awesome. Um, some of your shows. I mean, I I just recently listened to two episodes again today. Um, your latest one, which was uh, a movie I've never seen before, the first or the second one. Um the op with, with the guy with the you've been the robin dune uh robin dunn, dunn yeah oh
2: yeah. <laughs> pair two?
0: two don't worry i don't think anyone's seen okay. that.
3: <laughs> it sounded like it, you You made me want to watch it kind of i mean so i guess that's wow. a good thing you yeah, didn't really was... i guess i'm just being nice i didn't really want to watch that one but <laughs> it, i loved uh the stuff you had on it um when i re listened to the ninja turtle 2 one again that one was great your buddy tony i think was he, he was on yes. And um, it just—I loved listening to it, and then it—it it started like, "Oh, don't make fun of that movie. I loved it." But I realized I was nine when I loved it, and watching it now would yeah. be like, "Ah, it's not that good." Yeah. You
1: know?
3: <laughs> a, a lot of
0: these movies, we've come to find out, there's a nostalgia aspect that happens, and you don't quite love them as much as you remember. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's really strange, but I—I uh,
2: I recently I, listened to uh, your Sister Act two episode and uh that's great yeah. oh my god it was it was so hilarious when you had on sister george through just for just for color commentary through the whole yep. thing just hilarious the stuff the stuff you guys were saying to her that she didn't understand you were saying to her <laughs> was hysterical. like when you asked her if she liked sausage parties i was like i like i almost had to pull my car over i was dying laughing <laughs> and then uh some of the stuff she was she's a character in herself, but yeah, some of the stuff she was saying, I had to be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and respectfully disagree with what you're saying. <laughs> like which she, she was basically she was relating herself to like Michelle Pfeiffer in, in uh, Dangerous Minds, and she's like, Oh yeah, I've been stabbed. I'd rather get stabbed than get glued to a chair any day. <laughs> so
1: like what? And then she's yeah, like uh, yeah. she's
0: uh, like that's I think we decided that we kind of wanted to do fun episodes like every once in a while and oh. just kind of like um so we're like what if we do Sister Act two but have a nun on with us. <laughs>
3: that was awesome. genius. It was so funny. I love that episode. Um your major yes. league two and your fun. Sandlot two episodes were awesome. I love those. I'm a big baseball fan. Um but those are okay. those are sequels of two great movies and those are horrible sequels.
0: Oh horrible. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. I mean, Major yeah. League 2 almost ruined the whole franchise. Like, I don't even consider, the like, their sequels to that movie. I just watch Major League, and that's it.
0: Well, I know that some of these are horrible movies, but what Jeremy and I kind of set out to do was kind of try to pull something positive out of these movies. At the end of every episode, we do start the questions off with, what's the best thing about this movie? So we don't want to necessarily, like dog on the movie so much.
4: Yeah, that's I mean, good. I mean, we, we have fun and we get into it a little bit, but at the same time, yeah, we, we try to be like, and sometimes, man, we really have to force ourselves, right, but right. like, <laughs> like I'm, I've been trying to save the what's the best part of this, the end credits, for, you know, for <laughs> trying not to get into that, right. because... You know, and I've I've been on some other podcasts too, where I felt my I, I just felt like all of a sudden we were getting into a routine of just destroying things instead of, you know, kind of being yeah. like, hey, what's great about this?
3: I and, think yeah. it's
0: easy to put something down and harder to find something good out of something bad.
3: That's and that's good.
0: That's what I hope we're doing. And plus, these people, even if they did do a bad movie, they're putting out a movie. I've never been in a movie. I have no desire to put in all that extra effort to do that. <laughs> so these people have done something that I haven't done. So they right. need to at least have some credit
3: for that. Yeah, well That's put. true. And you and you have done some great sequels out there. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. And uh, what are some of your favorite shows of yours that you've done that some of our listeners can go back and listen to? I, I mean, I recommend going back and listening to all your shows, but there's some really good ones. What are some of your favorite ones you've done?
4: Um I I like the sister act one. What do you like, Jeremy? Uh, sister Act was a lot of fun. Um I do like Short Circuit 2. I think that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Um, um uh, I was a personally I'm a big fan of the uh of Hellboy too.
3: Oh, well that's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. It was pretty
0: good. I do like the major league because that was the first oh. time we had um a special guest on. Yeah. And that really kind of changed the dynamic and made me think like other ways because now we had three people talking about the movie instead of just Jeremy and I. So I do, I do like that episode.
3: Good.
0: I like. I really love your Saved by the Bell episode, by the way.
3: Oh well, thank you. Well, that was pure brilliance. Yeah,
0: that was a lot of fun. Over. That was a lot of fun.
3: Over. Yeah. <laughs> I like the soda episode.
0: I like the soda episode. <laughs> And the I, the, um, I, the lunch episode was pretty good too. I love that.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank
4: you.
0: What were you going to say, Jeremy?
4: I was agreeing with oh, the lunch. Oh, and I do like the
0: te- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Secret of the Ooze, oh, with yeah. uh, with my oh, friend yeah. Tony, who I'm I'm now starting a new podcast with him called ABC D Bags, which is is basically <laughs> very odd and very weird. We just take a letter of the alphabet and kind of just do antics
3: oh nice we got
0: a couple oh, nice. We 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 just released two new episodes our first ever episodes and one was a for advice which we read old uh, dear Abby advice columns from the 90s awesome. and give our, give our own advice and then he's in Chicago and we're in Omaha and we played a game of guess who which we use describing terms but we we, we didn't um, like, adult questions.
4: Well, like, more, more not like the obvious, does yeah. your person wear glasses? It was like,
0: would your person be deported by Donald Trump?
4: <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> if this person did the exact same job of you yeah. as, as you, would they get paid less?
0: And then we have an upcoming episode, and we're not doing them in order, because that's how ridiculous Tony and I are. We don't do anything in order. <laughs> nice. So our next episode is W, and that's where uh, they sent me to Walgreens. And Tony tells me three items to find at Walgreens. And once I find them, I got to say, I got it. (laughs) And and that's it. That's the whole episode. It's kind of a different episode every episode. It was the
4: first remote episode. I was was back here trying to run tech support. (laughs) And uh, it was was obviously awkward. I
0: just kind of wanted to do like um, things you should know, but like kind of like the the weird version of it and then like throw kind of a punk attitude into it too and just kind
2: of do a weird podcast.
3: Nice, nice. Oh my
2: God, that's hilarious.
3: Um, yeah. Going back to your sequels, I had a debate with my wife last night. Um, she says uh our sequel's just the number 2 movie and i said well and then we were talking about it she goes why don't you ask those guys you're supposed to interview tomorrow they're the, they're <laughs> the experts so what do you our sequel i know your your podcast is the Deuce, so you only do the second movie right but what would you guys say do you consider movie like the like all the harry potters everything after the first one are those sequels
4: i think so and we've actually had this debate about what sequel and when it's not, and so so our eternal debate is. Um, I love the movie Return to Oz. Oh, oh yeah. yeah,
3: that's a good one.
2: With TikTok the robot.
4: Yeah, and so
0: I consider it cool, but Bradley does. Yeah, for some reason I don't. I don't know why. But... but
4: it's it's not necessarily. It's like a continuation, but it's almost like a reboot, just to the different point in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Silence of the Lambs, is it a sequel of Manhunter, or is it a whole new series of films? Mm. Uh, more like so, like, with the Marvel movies, right? There's, what are they up to, like, a couple hundred of them now? Right, yeah, something like <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, you had an Iron Man, and then, what was the second one that came out? Is that Iron Man 2? What? Oh the I the, the,
3: the wind, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I've lost track of all those movies.
4: <laughs> so Incredible Hulk comes out next, but it has a connection to it, you know, via the credits. So Tony Stark. Right. Shows is that. it a
0: spinoff or is it a? Yeah, was mm-hmm. so it a
4: spinoff of that? Or is it a sequel? Right. So does Iron Man have like eight thousand sequels, or is it just Iron Man two and three and whatever? So all I right. think. You know, and we, you know, how how direct does your connection have to be? Or can you be very loosely associated, like a Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty kind of a thing. Um, does it have to be? You know, so we we've had these debates about whether you know we want to do a movie, and then we go, wait, yeah. wait, is that a sequel or not?
0: And maybe you had the same debate when you were putting together your list.
4: Oh, we definitely
2: do. Yeah, we absolutely do.
4: But the the beauty of
2: it. Like, uh, like your show is, it's your show, so you can make up whatever rule you want. So, a lot of times we'll be like, "Yeah, I know we said this, but I'm going to go ahead and slide this in because
3: I can." Yeah, kind of right. like when um, when we were doing our rom coms episode, and we said no high school movies, and then Jim put the girl next door in there, and he says it's not a high school movie, and then I had to argue that there's a freaking prom in the movie, and uh, yeah, it got real heated for a while there. We didn't talk for almost we didn't talk for about six days until we had to do the next show. So you know.
0: Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. No, we don't so talk for had... six
3: days every week, so that's I... okay. <laughs> Behind the
2: scenes of Tom and Jim, oh,
3: yeah, Tom, Peek, peeking wow. behind the curtain. This is great. We're, we're
2: like Penn and Teller, we really just don't even like each other.
3: <sighs> I, d- yeah, and I wish you were like, which one doesn't talk? I like that one. That's yeah, one I, yeah,
4: I was just was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah.
3: was like, yeah.
4: So, so when we started this and we were telling people we're gonna do this and it's gonna be the sequels, you know, the second of movies, Bradley and I talked about. Hey, we, you know, there's some of these that are done, you know, people know really well, like, what can I add, you know, to, uh, what can I
0: add? We to... didn't want to do, like, the biggies, like, uh, we didn't want to do the second Godfather, yep. Empire Strikes, Empire, Strikes Empire. Yeah. These are things that already have been talked about, right. ad nausea, on other, we, what would we add, anything different? We yeah. wouldn't really.
4: And it's not saying that we won't at some point yeah. but it was like well what are we going to add so yeah. and people were going oh great and this right. this and just started listing stuff off and they're like what's your first movie and we said uh <laughs> miss <Mr. Ingeniality. laughs> ingenious <I'm laughs> fabulous <laughs> and it was I a great it was a great show our i had somebody on our facebook page who actually like went into a rant yeah, big, long rant. I'm like, I'm just going to delete that. Just We're starting off. Please yeah. be nice right? <laughs> for a moment.
0: <laughs> um, some new things we got going on. We got a crossover event with a uh, podcast um, called the Psychosomatic Podcast. Yep, coming up. They did American Psycho. We, we went on their podcast to do American Psycho. He then came on our podcast to do American Psycho, too. So that's nice. what we got going on.
3: Now, is, that, then, is, is that your next show then?
0: Uh coming down the pipeline oh, maybe okay. this oh. episode or next couple of episodes. We still yeah. got one more Robin Dunn. He's in <laughs> four sequels. Uh so I'm yeah.
3: glad you brought you said he was the he's like the king of sequels. Um I would oh, argue French Stewart, but that's <laughs> <laughs> That's me, and I'm basing that solely on the fact that I had to watch Inspector Gadget 2 the other day with my son, and it just made me think, he. I bet he only does sequels of bad franchises. That's That was my thought. <laughs> That's probably fair. I'll tell you
0: what, if you want to come on and do Inspector Gadget 2, oh, no. I can do that. I,
3: oh, do, no, I don't. I
4: don't. <laughs> I we'll do that for you.
3: Okay, well, yeah. In the course of this, yeah. too, we've, uh,
4: just by pure chance, we have found Octavia Spencer like in the background of like four Dude, movies. She's yeah. really? in three or four, and then Regina King is in like three or four yeah. sequels.
3: Nice. Well, a paycheck's so, a paycheck, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: I know that you guys have a list going on of uh, your top uh, sequels. This episode, we got. Yeah, you guys got yeah, we made a list together. Yeah, we compromised. Unlike you two, we actually.
3: Communicated. No, I got married. I got. I already have a wife. I compromise with her. I don't need to compromise with Jim.
4: <laughs> and we did. We we got a couple. We debated. Like, we had a couple like, if you drop that from your top five, I will drop this from my top five. Nice. Like we had
3: nice. well, to.
4: So we'll tell do, you. Carla. Let's do it. Ahead.
3: Let's do it. What What do you got yeah. for your number five?
4: Number five, uh, we put. Before Sunset,
2: yes. Oh no, I've never seen
4: any of those movies. Actually,
2: Uh, they're pretty good. It's very
0: expensive. It's very interesting because he takes the movie and the the sequel is ten years later, and it follows this couple that kind of had a one night stand in Europe, uh, and they meet up ten years later, and they have have another you know rendezvous, and yeah, uh, yeah. and there's three of them, and it's from the director who did. and uh, what's that one movie with uh god what's that one movie i don't know <laughs> i don't
4: know what that did, did it involve tennis i don't no, know
0: and still are hitting people with uh oh dazed, and, dazed confused. and confused i was dazed and confused about this oh you
2: did oh,
4: do those i have totally forgot that was the same guy yeah that's yep. right nice yeah. and uh we and the reason we said this we thought it was it's a it's a really good movie it's kind of underrated but um, it, to me, it's it had a big impact because he – not only was it like – we've come across lots of movies where there is a gap. Uh, so like as an example, Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz, not, whatever, <laughs> it has this big gap of time. But it's not because that was by design. It was just because years later they went, oh, hey, here's this property we can do something more with. Yeah. <laughs> And he hey, 10 years later, I'm going to revisit these people.
0: So number four we have?
4: Uh, number four, we have X-Men 2. X-Men 2. Ooh, nice. Good one. And I thought it was – kind of thought that because it's more towards the – to me, like, yeah, you had, like, Blade 2 and things like that that were – kind of getting ba- or Blade rather that was getting into like the new comic book movies and things even X-Men did a lot but X-Men 2 is where I think we started getting more into like the modern period of comic book movies it's where you know large ensembles larger special effects and
0: X-Men 2 has a very great opening one of the best openings of the mm-hmm. movie with yeah. uh, Matt Crawler yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. oh
4: yeah that's awesome that's I forgot movie. about that
2: it's a
3: great movie how about your and number 3
4: uh, we have Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan.
3: There you Good go. Good call. Good call, <laughs> Good call guys. Yeah. Good call. That might come up later in our show. I'll just say that's a spoiler alert. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it saved the
4: franchise. It, yeah. saved,
0: it,
3: it saved It saved the franchise. You're right. You're stealing my thunder now. No, you guys just go ahead.
4: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it's fine. But yeah, it's just,
4: you know, you come back in, and all of a sudden your movie is, uh, you know, I mean, they tried something new with Star Trek The Motion picture and some people liked it and a lot didn't. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now we have this this thing where it's like, wow, you can tie in this TV show to this movie mm-hmm. and not just have those characters, but like peripheral characters who show back up. Mm-hmm. And so it really started to blend the lines of what you could do between like television, you know, television show something else or vice versa. Um yeah, I think it it opened the door that way.
3: Great, great pick. What about your number 2?
4: Number 2 is Toy
0: Story 2.
3: Yeah. Oh, nice, great movie. Great. And movie. the reason
0: why, Toy Story 2 three not because we're the, just the deuce, but I believe that even though I do believe Toy Story 3 is almost a better movie, mm-hmm. Toy Story 2 is is an important sequel because that's where uh, Dreamworks Really Pixar.
4: kind of made a or Pixar. I'm sorry. God, see, there you go. <laughs> Pixar. Kind
3: of,
4: you know, it was almost a difference between are you a company who does a bunch of one off movies or are you a who can properly manage and and franchises. Right. right? Yeah, which they've done on a lot of franchise movies uh, and they're consistently way up there. You know, I mean, yeah, there's they're affiliated with Disney, but they put out a good product consistently.
1: Yeah,
3: good, good. All right. Well, how about uh, you got a couple honorable mentions before you get to your number one?
4: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> filled with the things that either we push down the list or uh, that neither of us quite put up there, but like we have Spider-Man Two, right? Uh, Aliens,
3: yeah. Earth, yes.
4: Terminator Two. Oh yeah, that's a great one.
2: Um, gremlins 2
4: gremlins 2 yeah oh the new batch yeah the new batch <laughs> yeah uh back to the future of course uh or two um return to oz actually, but i prefer three <laughs> on back to the future yeah i like back to the yeah. future three actually return to oz i will die on this hill okay well that's fine keep going and then hellboy 2 hellboy 2 listen to our hellboy 2 episode yeah
3: yes, we did Hellboy go. two. Yeah, yeah. all right what's your number one
0: Oh, The Dark Knight.
3: Oh, yeah, honestly. there you go. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think that is—it's probably about as superior as a movie gets, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. only is it the
0: best, best comic book movie, but yeah, you know, and a lot of people wrote off um, Heath Ledger and said, "Oh, that guy will never be a good Joker." Oh
3: my gosh! And yeah, look oh what came of that.
0: It was yeah. just iconic.
3: Yeah. Those are some so, solid. those are, Yeah, those are some solid picks. So, well, good. Thanks, you guys. Um, why don't you tell everyone where we can uh, hear your show and then find you on your social media and all that stuff?
4: Uh, so you can find us at uh, it's the Deuce Podcast. What? Are you serious? Yeah, the Deuce Podcast. dot yeah. Really? Where else? Uh, Stitcher. What? Google. Where? Stitcher. <laughs> yes, we are. Surprise. Wow. And uh, iTunes. Well, you're gonna call me about iTunes. <laughs> When was that? Get the phone off you know the iTunes. Okay. and then I'm still uh, on Samsung. <laughs> yes, I know. We're on the same plan. Yeah, you? Okay. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> you can just go to our Facebook page, and uh, we have all sorts of fun stuff our there. Our Facebook page is called What? We have a Facebook page? We do. It's under the deuce also.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. i just been staying. Standing on the corner, yelling at people.
2: I know. I've gotten I feel like this is the the social media version of who's on first. Yeah, I like
3: it. I like it. No,
4: that's just basically us. <laughs> yeah, that's this is how our life is. This, this is what it's been
0: like for five years.
3: <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, you have some solid. Uh, solid sequel picks there. I love them. Uh, And seriously, everyone out there, go listen to their podcast. They do an awesome job. And they're right. There might be a movie in there you haven't seen or you thought, oh, that stinks, but they do an awesome job talking about it and finding the good in all of them and having some cool guests on talk about them. So, (laughs) Brad, Jeremy, anything else you want to say before we we, uh, hang the phone up on you?
0: Um, Just thank you so much for the support. We're going to have to have you guys come on. Mm -hmm. And also... The sequel is king.
3: All right, Jim. Uh, man, thanks again to Brad and Jeremy from the Deuce Podcast. Those guys are hilarious, and they have Love an those guys. awesome show. That's awesome. Yeah, I and uh, we've listened
2: to ABC Douchebags. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, that's.
3: I I noticed he's been posting some stuff, and I I haven't added to my rotation yet, and I, I really need to. And now that he explained a little bit more of it to, I'm like, oh, I have to, I have to listen to this show. So. <laughs> Oh man, good stuff. Well, we because we don't normally do interviews, and I didn't want to cut those guys off. It was awesome interview, um, and awesome talking to them. So I let's just get into ours. We'll go a little faster this time with ours. Is that okay with you?
2: That is preferable.
3: Yeah, I okay. got uh, some movies that people know, so I'm sure I don't need to say every little trivia thing I have anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I'm
2: not going to.
3: Either. It'll be fine. Uh, okay, Jim. Well, let's get right into it then. Let's do uh, our top five movie sequels, and let's start with you. What's your number? Okay, five? my number.
2: My number five is a, a decently recent movie and and I do love horror movies, Tom. You know that about me. I yes. love October, I love horror movies. I've got a couple horror movies on this list. But my number five is a twenty sixteen movie and it's The Conjuring Two. Oh
3: wow, that is recent.
2: Yeah, very, very recent.
3: I have yet to see either of the conjurings. And I know what? don't 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 get don't be judgy. Don't be judgy. <sighs> I already have a mother.
1: Ah <sighs> okay. Um,
3: uh, but I've heard very good things about these movies. But I'd like to hear from you, Jim.
2: Oh, man, Tom. Wow. You're in for a treat when you watch these movies, sir. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are some of the best modern horror movies out there, easily. Um, it stars Patrick. I'm going to do a little bit of the, the plot line because you haven't seen it. but That's It's okay. Patrick Wilson and Vera Formiga. Um, and they play real-life paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren
3: which i because i like paranormal stuff i've heard of them many times and i yes. have heard that this movie is taken after them a little bit
2: yeah it's taken after their uh sort of real life um ghost adventures the first one was as well uh which centers around uh somewhat around the annabelle doll which is Ooh, one of the artifacts they have and then they made two prequel movies of these uh, just about the doll Um uh, But this one, this movie starts off in, uh, they're kind of investigating the 1976 Amityville horror case for the very beginning, the opening scene of it. And then they leave that and uh, they go investigate, let me find it to get the name right here. Uh, It was a major poltergeist, the Enfield poltergeist who the guys at the last podcast on the left did a show about that like four or five episodes back. Um, it was in the late 70s, the Warrens investigated claims that a family in North London, which is suburb, the suburb of uh, Enfield, was haunted by a poltergeist activity. Um, while a number of independent observers dismissed the incident as a hoax carried out by the attention-hungry children, the Warrens were convinced that it was a case of demonic possession. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, voice... Work in there. There, like the uh, the daughter was talking like a, a grown man, and there's a uh, poltergeist who sits in a chair and turns on and off the TV and haunts the kid, and it's really super creepy. Uh, but in all reality, the Warrens are completely full of shit, and uh, it was said that they had shown up to the house uh, completely uninvited and were refused admittance to the home by the people who live there. And their involvement in the Amity of a Horror case was extremely minimal. So everything that they... It's been said that everything that they write about is extremely exaggerated and they weren't really welcome in most of the situations they forced their way into. The movie portrays them as a very likable couple. Uh, but uh, the, the, they're great movies. The Conj- now, in reality, they did The Conjuring 1. Then they did a prequel, which is Annabelle. And then they did the sequel the conjuring 2 and then they did another prequel called Annabelle Creation which just came out this year and then they're going to do two spin-offs called the nun which was a really creepy character in in uh, the second movie and one called the crooked man which was another character in the second movie um, and the, the the person who plays the the character of this crooked man was actually not CGI and you haven't seen it so you haven't seen how this thing moves but it's a very like almost stop stop motion, creepy ghost movement. And uh, it's not actually CGI. It's played by a real actor named Javier Bote, I'm going to assume. Um, they hire him because he can actually move his body in that stop motion puppet way. Um, <laughs> and he played a demon in the movie Mama, which was creepy. Hmm. And he played a leper in It, which just came out.
3: Oh, okay. So he's uh, he's good at what he does.
2: He's very he keeps creepy. Getting hired, yeah. yeah. He's, he scares me <laughs> okay. quite a bit. Uh but the conjuring 2 is is really awesome. I love that it's based on uh it's based on stories that may or may not be based on fact um, about the the Warrens, these paranormal investigators and they've written a couple books that I wouldn't mind reading and getting their take on on uh Amityville and stuff like that, but uh it's just you got to watch them this October. Watch the con, at least watch the first Conjuring. All
3: right, but all right. the
2: second Conjuring uh, definitely holds its way to to the first movie.
3: Well, the, the problem is I I have because my wife does not like scary movies, and mm-hmm. I have to watch these by myself, and then I get scared.
2: See, and that's pretty much all my wife and I watch are thrillers and scary movies. What? That's like all we wait, all we watch. Wait. Well,
3: you there's one thing you don't have in common with my wife.
2: Yeah, and that's a pretty key one. That's pretty pretty big
3: yeah that's a game changer right there yeah that's total game changer (laughs) well good anything else on the conjuring 2 not on my list by the way because i have yet to see it so
2: uh no it's a great movie um uh the only other thing i have vera formiga you know who she is right yeah um she was suffering from a swollen lymph node she received during the filming uh, because of intense screaming, she had to perform. Oh, there boy. was one scene where she screamed. She had to do 50 takes in a row oh, of her actually screaming. Yeah.
3: Well, I hope she got better. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, buddy. What's your number five. Right. My number five is not a scary movie, and uh, the boys on the the guys from the Deuce kind of mentioned it. Now, it wasn't in their top five, but it's Back to the Future too.
2: Yes, that's my number four.
3: Oh, oh there you go. I, I, One of my favorite trilogies, if we ever do trilogies, we're probably going to have the same five trilogies anyway. But Back yeah. to the Future, I absolutely love the original movie. Love, love, love the original movie. The second one is so good. It totally holds up. It's an awesome sequel. Sequels get that, you know, that, like, they're never as good as the first one, you know, kind of, mentality but sometimes there's some awesome ones and back to the future two is great I mean they go when the time it came out in 1989 they showed what it would what they thought it would look like in 2015 and it yeah. was awesome to see like this futuristic hill valley and it was just oh, it's just so cool um for those who don't know <laughs> after visiting 2015 Marty Mcfly must repeat his visit to 1955 prevent to prevent disastrous changes to 1985 without interfering with his first trip i love that concept you take the first movie and then you 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 do the second movie you go to the future and then they got to go back because of what happens throughout the movie and then you see elements from the first movie in 1955 and like you see him looking at himself from a different angle and i just absolutely love that and you just you can find new things every time you watch it there's stuff you see like oh i never noticed that and yeah. I love movies like that, and this one just knocks it out of the park. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just I love, and I also love the fact that they got a lot of things right or close to it. I mean, the, they almost predicted the Cubs winning the World Series. Yeah, pretty close. I, and they're off by a year, but the year before in 2015, they were they were on their way to the World Series. They lost horribly and didn't, and got swept, but but then and didn't go. But It's just so cool. I love that. A couple things about it: Crispin Glover did not reprise his role as uh, Marty's dad. Um, He got in some. He got in quite a fight uh, with filmmakers in the studio and stuff. And uh, and so they. uh, There's actually a scene where they show he's dead. You know, when he goes back to the alternate 1985, and there's a scene in the future where they, they show him as a gold grandpa, but someone else with his likeness. Which caused Crispin Glover to sue the studio, and they settled out of court for like seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so, um, so they him and Robert Zemeckis do not have a great relationship. Um, hmm. well, that's why he's not in the other movies. And anytime he's talked about it, he has nothing nice to say, which is unfortunate. Um, uh, this is the first film appearance by Elijah Wood, yeah. um, and uh, he's one of the little kids with uh, at the cafe '80s when uh, they're playing the, the Wild Gunman video game. And he's, the, he's not the kid who's like, there's, he just stands there. I don't know if he has any lines, but the other kid's like, you got to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. Yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, like I said, I love all the things going back. Like, you see some of the things from the original movie, like the clock tower in the 2015 still mm-hmm. has a broken, broken ledge by the clock where Doc Brown, like, fell in the 1955 where it broke away. It's still broken, like that many years later it's just so cool to see like just the detail of these movies are awesome um this was filmed back to back with back to the future 3 and i know those guys said they like back to the future 3 i like back to the future 3 not a lot of people do they they weren't big on it but i loved it um th- so the the actual total filming of back to the future 2 and 3 was 11 months the whole process wow. um and i say 11 months and that's for my buddy uh uh, jake out there and it's a little inside joke but i told him i'd say that one so um but it is it's true it's 11 months and uh some of the other fun things about that um the uh uh the jaws 19 <laughs> scene you know where he so shows like jaws 19 and uh um there uh it's directed by max spielberg which is actually steven spielberg's son <laughs> and so uh, that was really cool um the one scene where they, um, the hoverboard. Oh, by the way, Jim, hoverboards aren't real. Not, not Why the do one. You
2: do this thing,
3: <laughs> and the hoverboards they tried to come out with these last few years. That's not a hoverboard. Get out of here. We want the ones from Back to the Future too. Um, anyway, the scene where they're chasing him and uh, chasing Marty on the hoverboard and his uh, B- Griff and his cronies, you know. Uh, and then they crash through the the windows of the clock tower. Uh, the girl, stunt girl. Um, who when they crashed her, she actually hits the concrete pillar. You, it's in, it's the actual scenes in that movie. And falls like 30 feet or however many feet to the floor. Um, Severely injured. They left that scene in the movie, but that scene, like, she couldn't do anything else and she was severely injured after that. But, um, you can actually see her like, hit that thing. It almost looks like a dummy hitting it. It's like, crazy. And it's actually a real person. So, uh, yeah, pretty nuts. Um, uh, what was I going to say else about this movie? Oh, they almost correctly predi- – well, they did correctly predict um, there, there would be a baseball team in Miami. <laughs> At the time of filming, there was no baseball team in Miami, and there's the Miami Marlins now, uh, They, uh, uh, which I thought was cool. Um, <clears throat> and we talked about the Chicago Cubs thing. And uh, oh, I don't know what else on here, but uh, what else you got about this movie? I have a bunch of stuff, but I just absolutely love Back to the Future movies. Uh, Yeah, I actually don't have
2: anything else on it. Um, I love this movie. I love it's probably my favorite of the trilogy. Honestly, I love the aspect of the sports almanac and uh, making a fortune off of betting on outcomes you know are going to happen. Yeah, Um, I just I really liked it. I and I love I love how it feeds right into the third movie. I think they're all connected in such a great way that it makes it. Uh, one of the greatest trilogies ever made. Right. It's uh, yeah. I love it.
3: A couple other quick things I wanted to say about it is um, well, one of the things you notice when, when Marty goes back to 1955 and he goes to the dance and sees himself playing the guitar up there and he sees um, his dad, George drinking the punch. Well, he's drinking the punch that in the first movie Biff and his friends spiked. Mm-hmm. And so that leads you to believe that he got the courage to go fight Biff because he was drunk. <laughs> I thought that was like, kind of cool. It's like, Oh, so well, suddenly uh, George is all this tough guy and he, that's, he got the like kind of liquid courage, which is kind of funny. Um, the, um, renowned scientist, Carl Sagan considered this actually one of the greatest tra- time travel movies ever made because of the alternate universe and the paradoxes and stuff. Uh, so that's pretty high praise for, for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it is like
2: this movie lays out the basis for time travel for every other movie or TV show. Yeah like if i watch another movie that involves in this i'm like that that's not the way this works that's not the way back to the future made it that's not the way time time travel could actually be
3: right um a cup one other thing is i love this uh <laughs> michael j fox found out there was going to be a sequel when he watched the his vhs copy of the first movie and at the end it said to be continued <laughs> and he goes he said i immediately called my agent to make sure he was going to be in the sequel <laughs> it's like no you'll be in it yeah uh i think that's funny but yeah i love these movies i love the third one i love the first one but the second one one of the best movies i love i love that it has a cliffhanger ending and I, that's a, gonna be probably a, a theme in my movies here but yeah all right jim let's uh what's what's your number four i just told you oh yeah forgot my number four god I'm, <laughs> i just i got hold on give me something to drink here Ooh, okay, my number four. Um, so I asked those guys earlier, do, are sequels only number two movies? And they said no, right? Is that what you they said? said no. Okay, because yes. mine's a third movie of the, of the <laughs> series.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I completely agree. Uh, third movies, fourth movies, they're all sequels. Right. I totally agree. By definition, they're all sequels. Right. But we had said we were only doing number Did two. Did we say that? <laughs> yes, we said that.
3: Well, this is awkward.
2: <laughs> go ahead. Do you want me ahead, to say? Fine. Do you want me to skip it? No, it's fine. It? So no, it's cool. Cause well,
3: is this change anything of, my, of yours? No,
2: because, uh, yeah, actually, it probably would, but uh, because of uh, because of my pick of of that teen movie, you give me shit about for like nine months later. I'm just going to hang on to this one mm-hmm. and then just give you shit for this. I'm, but I just
3: want thirty shows. I'm just going to read you the text though that says. <laughs> I asked about it, and you said, um, "Do whatever you want."
2: Right? Okay. Don't act like my wife because you're not reading the entire conversation. No,
3: I'm not. I gotta find. I'm looking for it, but it said something (laughs) about just do whatever you want. Um, I'm not gonna. This is boring to go scrolling through my text. But um, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. You know what, Jim? You can you can have this one over me, but I'm still gonna go with the third one because I like it better than the second one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) You know, you're like my wife, and I'm like yours. Um, all right. Mine is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade.
2: Really? You like the Last Crusade over
3: Temple of Doom? I do. I think it's far superior wow. of all... Th- well, I don't, I'd hate saying all three movies, because the original is so good. I love the Last Crusade. One of my all-time favorite action-adventure movies. Um, yeah, I will say it, over the first one and the second one. I like all three of them. I love all three of them, but the Last Crusade is my favorite one. So, um, uh, last crusade, uh, you know, Dr. Henry Jones senior played by Sean Connery suddenly goes missing. So Indiana's dad goes missing, um, while pursuing the Holy grail. And so Indiana Jones uh, must follow in his father's footsteps to stop the Nazis from getting their hands on the Holy grail. And that's basically the whole basis of the movie. Um, but this, I love this movie, dude. I love the fact that like, they, they literally sat out, like, Steven Spielberg and George, George Lucas, was like, well, who could play Indiana Jones' dad? And they're like, Look, well, James Bond can play his dad. And so they got Sean Connery. He was the only person they approached to play this role, and if they they even considered not doing it if they, he said no.
2: so like Weren't they only, like, in real life, aren't they only, like, 9 or 10 years apart?
3: 12 years apart. 12 um, years apart? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in, um, Harrison Ford is not a young man. Right now. I mean he's old. And so like and, and Sean is obviously much older twelve years older. But yeah, they they played father and son, but they're in reality they're only twelve years apart. <clears throat> Excuse me. I but I absolutely love this movie. It's just it's such a fun, fun movie. I love the Temple of Doom, and you're gonna give me shit for years about that, and I'll give you shit for years about the girl next door, and that's fine. That's our relationship. But <laughs> um it's such a good movie. This one's so much fun. Temple of Doom's a little darker and I like it. Although it's got the kid from the Goonies, you know, so it's got, a, it's up and down. Um,
2: yeah, man, I, it's it's such I a great... love, I mean, honestly, I love Temple of Doom. If I'm if we're going to, if you're going to cancel out the the newer two Indiana Jones movies and just keep it at the first three, I love Temple of Doom out of the three.
3: Well, good. I, and I love them too, but I, this is my favorite one out of all. Of them. So, uh, yeah, so I just, I, 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 I can go on and on about this movie, but I, um, absolutely love it. This movie actually was the first movie to get a PG 13 rating actually because they had such a hard time getting a PG rating rating for temple of doom. So they created after temple of doom, PG 13. Um, so this is the first Indiana Jones movie to get PG 13 because, um, they created a new rating because they thought temple of doom was too dark for PG and not dark enough or hard enough for rated R. So there you go. Um, and now it's, like, so tame for PG-13. Like, now it, this would be, like, almost G <laughs> the way it is, you know. <laughs> um, but I love it. I love the, they go all over Venice. I love that stuff. I love the stunts. Indiana, or Indiana Jones. I call him Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford did most of his stunts himself. Um, first uh, time they kind of incorporated some a little bit of CGI, but a lot of it was models and stuff, which is cool because it's, like, real movie making. I love that. Um Steven Spielberg includes the uh, says the opening scenes with the young Indiana Jones. Um, he got that he kind of incorporated that from his own uh, Boy Scout experiences when he's a young kid. And uh, um, oh, the guy so River Phoenix plays the young Indiana Jones. And that um, spawned the show, the, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, I think it was called, or Young yeah, I used to Adventures watch that, of Young. Yeah, Ind- yeah. I love yeah. that. And that came out like a year or two, or a couple years after this. And then um, they actually approached River Phoenix to do that show. Uh, he turned it down though, um, and they, I forget the actor who did it. Did it anyway, but um, I love that show. That was a really cool show. And then that um, had a lot of fun stories in it as well. Um, it's just a great movie. The Indiana Jones movies are great, down to the the music the acting uh the fun like it's got funny parts and it's also got like serious action and it's just they're all so much fun temple of doom is gross with the bugs this one's got the rats (laughs) you know the first one's got the snakes and so like i love that they incorporate something different on that um yeah, it's just so cool. It's, and, and I absolutely love that when they go to that uh, find the Holy Grail and they have to do these little different tests to get, finally get to the knight who's guarding the, the grail. It's just so much fun. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to um, take care on my little tape recorder that and I had a little uh, tape that I, I recorded off the movie. I recorded the theme song, the Indiana Jones. And then I would put that on my belt and i go out and play it and I had like an old shoelace that was my whip. And I would pretend I'd play the music, just like, just like uh, the kid from Goonies, um, that would have all the gadgets. I'd play the tape, and then I'd try to pretend I'm Indiana Jones, and I'd like try to swing from a tree and practically break my arm. But I mean, I I kind of grew up as an only child. I have older brothers. They didn't play with me, so I had to make my own fun. But um, yeah, oh, I love these movies. That's all. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> Okay. All, all right. right. Anything else on those movies? I know uh, they're all great. What do you got? You you enjoy obviously the third one too, right? I know you like the second one better, but
2: yeah, I, I, I think I only saw the third one a, a couple times. I don't oh. remember a whole lot about it to be honest. Oh, um, good stuff. But I love the first two. I grew up watching the first two more.
3: It's always great, um, you know, when they they've, they the first and the third kind of incorporate each other. They have the same time time and frame and the same, you know, the Nazis are the bad guys, that stuff. So they kind of go together a little bit better. Temple of Doom, timeline-wise, technically takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. But, that's yeah. not a, I mean, that's just nerd talk now. All right, well, what about you? Let's, let's get to your number three.
2: My number three is still a horror movie. Oh, nice. And, uh, I think arguably this could be considered the greatest horror movie franchise. And I went with Halloween 2.
3: Nice. Yeah.
2: I, I love Halloween 2. Traditionally, sequels and horror movies are complete crap. Especially when you get into, like, 80s horror movies. You're talking, um, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those, the sequels are just crap. But I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love all of them. Um... The groundbreaking ones, Halloween, the first one, Friday the 13th, the first one, those are like groundbreaking horror movies. And then the sequels are, are in a different genre. But Halloween 2, I love. I think it still fits that mold of a really great horror movie. It's set in the same night, which I love. It picks up immediately where the first one left off. And I think it's not as good, but just below Halloween 1. Nice. Um, so it, it's... Uh, Let's see. 1981, Halloween 2. It's uh, the direct sequel, obviously, immediately picking up where it had left off with uh, Michael getting shot by Dr. Loomis and falling out the window. And then that's exactly where it picks up. Um, And so it's October 31st, 1978, and it's still following Laurie Strode to a nearby hospital while uh, Dr. Loomis is in pursuit of Michael Myers. Um the uh, let's see, what I, I thought was interesting in uh, December of 8'2, so the next year, um, there was a guy in California who murdered two people, an elderly couple. And uh, it became the trial of People versus Boyer. He stabbed them 43 times.
1: Hmm.
2: Okay, now, according to the trial transcript, uh, his defense was that he suffered from hallucinations. Um, in the resonance brought on by the movie Halloween 2, which the defendant had seen under the influence of PCP. So let's go ahead and blame PCP, not necessarily the movie. Um, he was under the influence of PCP, marijuana, and alcohol. Who isn't? I haven't murdered anybody, Tom. The film was played for the jury and, uh, and pointed out various similarities between the murder scenes and what actually happened. And he was found guilty and sentenced to death so wow anyway it became known this whole trial became known as the halloween 2 murders
3: huh i never even heard yeah. of those
2: i had never heard of that but no I never good heard of that.
3: on you for bringing up court cases because you know i'd well, love to do that
2: i knew that was a little gem had that in my back pocket Thank for you. you just waiting i knew hey, you no cared problem no problem but uh i'd love this i love the sequel i think it's a perfect sequel and, and on, on halloween i will always watch halloween one and i will always watch a sequel back to back before i move on to any other scary movies um after this one halloween 3 was a giant steaming piece of crap and didn't have uh michael myers in it and they tried to get away from that uh character and do something completely different with the season of the witches and i personally hated it and i didn't think it worked Mm -hmm. so then they go back to michael myers and the next couple ones were so so they even brought back one uh with busta rhymes and tyra banks later on which i actually really liked and they were in like a reality house like big brother Oh, um,
3: I remember that one. Um, did
2: Halloween H two O? When Jamie Lee Curtis came yeah. back with Josh Hartnett? That wasn't
3: bad. That one wasn't, it wasn't too bad. bad. Yeah, I thought yeah, that it was wasn't good. Bad. It's I kind saw of, that in the movie theater. That's funny how like like three and four were yeah yeah like and but it it got better like they they it they did. kind of bounced back without totally rebooting it. No, I know it's been rebooted. You um, know now you know with Rob Zombie stuff, but like it was yeah. once like it gets bad. It stays bad, usually, these yeah, movies. And yeah. they bounce back a little bit, which, I, you know, credit to them, you know.
2: And I think this year is like the year of horror movies. They're rebooting everything this year. And from what I hear, they're going to reboot Halloween again because they hated um, Zombies version so much that they're going to reboot it and try to make it, like, respectable again. What Did um, you
3: like Rob Zombie's version?
2: I did like Zombies version. I did too. Um, but Zombie is so dark with everything that he does. You have to be in that mindset when you're going into it. Like, his aren't just a horror movie. They're really, really dark horror movies.
3: Yeah. I thought it was good. I liked
2: them. Yeah, I, I mean, I was into them. Um, yeah. But I think they're rebooting Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday the 13th, obviously, it. Uh, there were a couple other things that came out earlier this year that were reboots too. It's, uh, these are all coming up before the end of the year, so I'm excited about that. Good, good.
3: Anything else on uh, Halloween 2? Uh, Dana Carvey was in it. He was? I gotta...
2: Yeah, he had, a, he had a brief cameo in the movie. I don't remember that. And uh, there's actually 10 films in the Michael Myers Halloween franchise.
3: Wow. There, there you go. Lucky number 10. Alright. Well Jim, my number three. It is a sequel. It's not a third movie, alright?
2: Is it a prequel? No,
3: no. Prequels do not count. Um Okay, I think it's your number one, and I apologize now, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Mine is the Dark Knight.
2: It is my number yeah, one.
3: Yeah, I knew it. I was I was even contemplating like moving it, but I'm like, no, no, that's that's not being true to the show. And so my n- number three is The Dark Knight. Um, and I know the, you know the guys from The Deuce, the, the Dark Knight was their number one. This could easily be my number one, but my uh, my number one and two are uh, more of my favorite movies than this one. But this is an incredible freaking movie, dude. <laughs> the Dark Knight is one of the best stories ever. This made Batman so cool. Like, I love yes. the Michael Keaton Batman stuff. I do. I love him. Um, and I love the even the campy... And we talked about this during our Batman stuff when Adam asked the campy 60s stuff. Um, yep. You know, the, the toys and the, the show, the Justice League show. I love all that stuff, but The Dark Knight, when Batman Begins came out, I didn't really know what to expect because I wasn't totally into the, the novels and the, the comics and stuff, and I was just blown away. And then this came yeah. out, and we're used to the Joker, the Cesar Romero 1960s Joker or the Jack Nicholson, you know, the 89 Batman Joker. With... Heath Ledger's Joker was scary it was um, funny The it was intriguing it was like you, you got sucked in by him it was some of the best acting I have ever seen I mean yes. hands down he deserved the support you know and of course he passed away at the end of the you know before he could accept his award, you know, when he was nominated for the best foreign actor, and he deserved to win, he won. This was his best work I've ever seen, and some some best work of anyone I've ever seen. It was so cool to see how they portrayed the Joker. The story was so much fun. Um, it just loved the the stuff with Harvey Dent, and it just was such a great movie. I I, I absolutely love it. A couple things about it. Um, <laughs> it's uh Michael Caine once in an interview, Heath Ledger uh, beat the beat the odds, and topped Jack Nicholson's Joker from the original Batman. Uh, Jack was like a clown figure. Uh, This is Michael Caine's quote. Uh, Jack was like a clown figure, benign but wicked, maybe a killer uh, old uncle. Sorry, my phone is making noise. Um, He could be funny and make you laugh. He's gone in a completely different direction to Jack. He's like a really scary psychopath. He's a lovely guy, and his Joker is going to be a... Hell of a revelation in this picture. Kane bases this belief on a scene where the Joker pays a visit to Bruce Wayne's penthouse, and he never met Ledger before, so when Ledger arrived and performed, um, he gave Kane such a, a fright, he actually forgot his own lines. And Michael Kane is, like, one of the best actors out there. And he he's like, this guy is way over the top with this method acting. Um, I love that. Um, it's just it's so cool. He, he led ledger to prepare for this role. He actually locked himself in a hotel room and watched, like um like clockwork orange and stuff like that so he could be totally different than jack nicholson's character and he nailed it i mean this was just awesome what else you got on this movie
2: oh man Uh, i'll try to keep it short but you know he did the type of same thing that skarsgård did with pennywise where he stayed off the set he stayed in character like the boys in it had never met him until they went to shoot with him on set and uh in this movie, Heath Ledger stayed in character. He became the Joker. You know, he's, he, he based it off of Sid Vicious and, like you said, um, the main character, uh, Malcolm McDowell's character in A Clockwork yeah. Orange. Um, I mean, he won an Academy Award after he died for this role. I think...
3: He would have won it anyway r- if he was alive. Yeah, uh,
2: absolutely, hands down. Um, this is a, a fantastic movie. It is the first comic movie to reach a billion dollars it is it is amazing i don't think it would be as amazing without heath ledger as the joker i mean he he is that movie if you took him out it would still be a great comic book movie a great sequel but he made that movie what it is
3: yeah and 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 to do it um the way they did it where he was in the second movie i think was so cool to set up cuz to set up like the batman begins movie with all the stuff, the way he becomes Batman and have Joker also in that would just get too convoluted. And the way they did that was great. And it made you, and you know, the teaser at the end that the Joker's coming was such an awesome teaser. And yeah, it just, it was just, Oh, it would not be the same movie. And even, you know, Batman, um, but The Dark Knight Rises, you know, we all love Bane. Oh, I love Bane. That's hard. And, but uh, it, was, you know, it was a great movie. I love that movie, and I love how it wrapped, you know kind of wrapped up that trilogy. But this one is so far superior. Um, yeah. This actually made um, it made more money than, than Batman Begins. Um, Batman Begins in its entire domestic run. I forget. I don't have the numbers. But this one made that in six days. <laughs> So like it just crushed it because everyone, I think when Batman Begins came out, everyone's like, oh, they're redoing Batman and this could be really cool. And only people who really knew the novels, the graphic novels, or the the comics really understood what they're going to do with the Batman Begins and in year one that stuff. Yeah. But but people who didn't read them like me were like, I like Batman. So when you saw it, you're like, holy crap! So it made a bunch of money, but it, in a short a longer period of time. But then Dark Knight Rise came out, and we couldn't wait for it. And so that's why it made all its money in like six days. So um, Aaron Eckhart spoke uh, about the unique experience he had with Heath Ledger during the hospital scene, which is an awesome scene. Um, oh, this is great. I read this okay.
2: exact thing. This is really cool. Yeah.
3: He said that before the lines were exchanged, ledger would just walk around in character mumbling to himself in an odd manner, like a crazy person. All Eckhart could do at the time was just watch him while trying to stay in character himself. Uh, this went on for like several minutes until Ledger got Ledger, sorry, got so close to him. Then Eckert felt compelled to actually, to the point where he raised his hand up because the guy got so close he that he was going to hit him or something. Immediately, Ledger grabbed Eckert's raised hand in an equally matched, fierce manner. And then when the scene was over, Ledger, now out of character, told Eckert, "Now that's what acting's all about. <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> awesome. It's like he he like he even fooled the actors who knew he was acting. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy." oh i I just love this movie. there's tons of obviously information on it, but um it's awesome. Oh, one little fun fact this is the first Batman movie Batman does not use his batter rings. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> we all love you know, the the, the, rings
2: the opening scene to this movie I remember I went to see something else, and it was mostly because it was a teaser for this movie, and they played the uh the opening bank robbery scene, oh yeah as a teaser for it and uh. And that whole scene was shot and with the IMAX cameras, um, the whole bank robbery scene of the school buses and, and, uh, the Joker ends up like double crossing all of the people, all of his henchmen. Um, one during that scene, uh, one of only four IMAX cameras in the world was destroyed during that scene. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. Sorry about that. And, uh, the only other thing there's like, you said, there's so much on it. So I, I, Kept it kind of minimal, but um, Christopher Nolan, um, during the first four days of production, he made the... He didn't shoot anything. He just made everybody watch two movies a day, so <laughs> they, they watched eight movies in that time, and uh, the movies, in the order that they watched them, he made everybody watch Heat, Cat People from 1942, which I've never seen, no. um, Citizen Kane, King Kong from 1933, Batman Begins, Black Sunday... A Clockwork Orange and then I've never heard of this Stalag seventeen from nineteen fifty
3: three. Yeah, I never heard of that one either. But
2: I'm sure there was a, a rhyme or reason to each one that they were made to wash in some way, but uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. That was the first first four days of production they didn't even shoot.
3: Jeez. That's crazy. Christopher Nolan also said if he knew uh he was going to make a sequel to this movie to another one um, to The Dark Knight he wouldn't have killed off Harvey Dent's character (laughs) so (laughs) they actually said to him um, uh, Aaron Eckhart would tell because he said he would get questions from media and stuff like are you going to be in the the next one are you going to be in the next one and he didn't know what so he actually asked Christopher Nolan he's like what do you want me to say and he goes tell him yes yes you're going to be in it and then Eric (laughs) Eckhart kind of looked at him he's like wait am I going to be on it? He's like, no, no, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love. He's like, no, but just tell him you're going to be in it. Like, he didn't care. Uh,
2: <laughs> the, the last thing that I have to say is, um, about the Joker again. And this is the first time that the Joker wasn't created by, you know, like a chemical reaction and falling into a bad of whatever and becoming, coming the Joker. Yeah. This time he was just insane. And the, the marks on his face were scars from being cut. Yeah. And, uh, it, he, you want to know like how I got about, these scars? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we talked about, he took, you know, a lot of different uh, Sid Vicious and different characters to make that. But the artwork, the makeup on him, the way he physically looked was taken mostly from um, a graphic novel by Brian Azzarello called Joker. So, if you want to, and if you just want to see good artwork and a cool storyline that's just about the Joker, go get that book. That it, it's really awesome and it looks almost exactly like Heath Ledger's character.
3: That's awesome, great movie. Just to start sorry, it's not my number one, Jim, but I'm proud of of you that it is your number one because I know how much you love Batman, and I do. Uh, and uh, you know he's my favorite superhero. But uh, man, it's such a good movie. But what um, what is your number two, Jim? Well, it uh,
2: my number two seems uh, like a very cliche pick, mm-hmm. but I went with Empire Strikes
3: Back. Well, there you go. You got me back. This is my number one.
2: <laughs> there we go. We can we can tag team this All one. Right. Um, so it's 1980. I mean, this is uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna go with the original trilogy of Star Wars, arguably, people will say that Empire is the best of the three.
3: Well, it's 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 the thing to say too. People it say is the it just because. Yeah. But, it's
2: the it's the darkest movie of the three. Yeah. It's the the Empire, obviously, striking back. It's, uh, it's <laughs> the Empire title. rising Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Is the Empire rising up. It's it's uh, it's the darkest movie of all of them, and mm-hmm. it's a great movie, and it's a movie that I didn't appreciate until I got older. Because right. when I was a kid, I loved Jedi because I loved Ewoks.
3: Exactly. So Right.
2: So as I got older and I actually learned to appreciate the storylines and the characters in the movies themselves, Empire rose above everything else. And now, it's, I don't know. Uh, I, I still love Jed, I don't get me wrong, but that's probably my least favorite of the three now that I'm grown and don't just look at these Ewoks as little pets.
3: Right. Uh, same Same here. I didn't appreciate it as much until I got older, um, but this is my favorite Star Wars movie. I mean, hands down. It's just it's so good. It. I love that it um, – well, I mean a couple of things. Okay, <laughs> if anyone hasn't listened or watched it, I'm sorry, and we are going to spoil some things for you. <laughs> so.
2: If you haven't watched – you watch Star Wars, you probably shouldn't even be listening to our show. To no, please,
3: it, it, no, my it, wife
2: included. My wife probably hasn't watched it in person,
3: and she and rightfully, she has not listened to one episode of and our, she doesn't uh, listen to yeah. our show, so, so it's, it's fine. fine. So, anyway, um, a couple of the greatest things you know, great things about it is that, um, well, one, I mean, you find out Darth Vader is Luke's father, and you're like, what, like, you're just like, what, what do you mean? Like, it was just like, how the hell. What does does it that work? Yeah, it's <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, it's just incredible. Like I can like you couldn't believe it. You're like, what? And um, that's an, an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome re- revelation. And it, the movie, they 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 rescue Luke, you know. But the movie kind of ends, and you're just like left with this information. Like, okay. Darth Vader got away, he says he's Luke's father Nobody won anything they're, You know, like, nothing is just It's such a middle movie But yeah. it's so great, it just leaves you, like you said, darker It just leaves you, you're like oh, When can I watch the next one? You're like so excited <laughs> for the next thing And then, you know, back then The way they did movies, you had to wait a couple years For the next one to come out Not, uh, we filmed them all And they're coming out every Christmas from now Until ten years from now Like, you know, that's the way they yeah. do it now Yep and that's fine because they can do that, but um, you had to wait, and it's just incredible. And of course, this is 1980. I was not born yet. You were not born yet, but I watched these because my my we my brothers and we had these movies to grow like watching. Yeah, them on laser
2: had... disc. We had all three of the original movies on laser disc.
3: Oh, that's the quote of the night right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, do you still have them?
2: Yeah, I'm sure we do. Oh, yeah. nice.
3: Oh yeah, because your mom doesn't throw out anything. No. Um, uh, the film's f- most famous line. Um, Darth Vader says, "Luke, I am your father," which is not the actual line. Yeah, the actual line is, "No, I am your father." Um, Even James in Er
2: in Casablanca, he never says, "Play it again, Sam."
3: No, he doesn't. So there you go. So it's some of the most famous lines are actually misquoted quite a bit um James Earl Jones even who voices Darth Vader of course even misquoted this on uh a, a documentary which is a great documentary it came out in two two uh, 2004 Empire of Dreams it's the story of the Star Wars trilogy the original one and um he even says Luke I am your father it's like you didn't say that <laughs> you know like and of course there's all those nerds out there including myself like yeah it's not the line you know and um Getting all upset and waving my finger. So, are you
2: suddenly sending a 90 year old woman saying yeah.
3: that? Yeah, <laughs> with my tapioca pudding. Um, <laughs> James Earl Jones actually believed that Darth Vader was lying. Like, because him and uh, uh, Mark Hamill, George Lucas, and Ivan uh, uh, christner the director, the only four that actually knew the real line that was going to be said. No one on the crew, nobody else in the movie knew what was going to be said during that line. And, um, they even because david prowess who who played darth vader the the guy in the suit would speak the lines you know during the production of the movie and then d- james Earl jones recorded all his lines you know later um he didn't even say the correct line during that scene <laughs> you know like and then just filmed it differently so like um it was just yeah it's just so cool that they kept it that secret um god so cool and then if we get billy d williams as lando carissian i mean come on yep. first oh.
2: appearance in yoda
3: Oh yeah, there you go, Yoda! Holy crap, I uh, loved Yoda. Um, they actually approached Jim Henson, who's the, you know of course behind many of the you know the Muppets, of course, is made famous one to do this, but he was actually too busy <laughs> doing the Muppets Great Caper movie or whatever, so he recommended his friend Frank Oz, who uh, I think got a, quite a good career out of the Star Wars movies. I'm not sure, but uh, Frank Oz is also uh, does Miss Piggy, just in case you're wondering. Um, yeah i mean i i love these movies these are great movies i love the way they're doing the new movies Uh, i've seen them you know the two new ones and of course another one's come out this christmas i i just i don't know The star wars is what the best one of the best stories ever told and empire is one of the greatest tragic stories you're like it ends just on a downer (laughs) but you're not you're so happy that you're like i can't wait till it's coming out next you know it's uh... (laughs) sorry i'm a little excited Uh, can you tell
2: yeah it's your excited face um I thought, uh, I thought it was cool. When they were shooting in Norway, there was a, a huge ho- uh, a huge snowstorm at the hotel, mm-hmm. but they were shooting, so they used it, and uh, a lot of those scenes with Luke walking around in the snow and it's barely visible is real. Um, they sent Mark Hamill outside into the cold and the snow while the cameraman <laughs> stayed inside and shot through, <laughs> through the hotel door. Oh, that's and nice. And shot him out in the blizzard, yeah.
3: Um, well, granted, but- Mark Hamill was <laughs> making more money than the ca- that cameraman, so... I mean, they yeah,
2: that's no, probably very, very true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh
2: there's there's a line that's been said in uh, in all of the movies, called, and it's uh, I have a bad feeling about this. And oh, in yep. this movie, it was said by Leia. Yeah, it's. A, I on. think the I think the main one that I remember is in the first one, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Harrison Ford says it.
3: I believe you. Uh, I believe you're right.
2: Um, in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, right, if I remember right. Right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, well, Mark Hamill was in a car accident in 1977, so his face looks a little bit different, but they kind of used it in the movie and just had him, like, get beat up, basically.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't mention that also, um... They incorporated that into the movie, like you said. And then when I was talking about Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, you know, Harrison Ford has that scar on his chin, famous. Everyone knows it when you see it. And they they incorporated that by showing how he would Indiana Jones got it by getting a whip to the chin. And so I like yeah. that they incorporated that in because, um, and not that they needed to, not that they needed to at all, but they just I liked. And they did the same thing with, like you said, Mark Hamill in this movie. Um, one of my favorite things from this uh, uh, movie on the DVD commentary, um, Carrie Fisher's on there. And she relates uh, that during the time, some during when they're filming in London, they stayed at a house uh, rented from Eric Idle. Idle is one of the Monty Python guys, and and they were filming Life of Brian at the time, uh, which is a great Monty Python movie. Um, And one evening, Idle had a small party, including and he invited Harrison Ford and the Rolling Stones were there, and and Carrie Fisher, and they served a potent liquor, which the Pythons have have been distributing to extras on their film to help boost morale. Cause apparently the shooting for the life Bright was not good. And, and they don't, they, they refer to it as Tunisian table cleaner. <laughs> and it, who knows what's in here, but they stayed up most of the night drinking this stuff and having fun. So the first shots, the first scene shot the next day, were at the cloud city, uh, scene in the movie. And, um, and she, you see that they're Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford in those scenes when they're acting. They're they're so happy to see each other and stuff. It's because she said they were still really drunk from the night before, yeah. and so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And the Monty Python guys got them all hammered. So yeah. Anything else on this movie, Jim?
2: Nope, that's it, man.
3: Oh, I gotta watch that tonight. I'm so excited. I love Star Wars. So
2: when I was uh, happily unemployed. Um, after I got a job and I hadn't started it yet, I took a day and just watched all six movies.
3: Yeah. As you should back to back
2: because I was like, look, I'm, I don't have a job. I'm going to get a job and then I'll work for the next 60 years. I will never have, I will never have this block of time in my life again where I can sit and watch six back to back movies. Right. So I watched
3: episode one to episode
2: six. In their entirety. This is before Rogue One and Episode 7 came out. Right.
3: Rogue One on Netflix now, by the way.
2: Yeah, that movie is badass, too, oh, if you haven't
3: seen it. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. All right. Um. All right, so that's your number two. My number two, Jim, is, uh. you know, the guy, again, the guys mentioned it. The the guys from The Deuce mentioned it, and mine is Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Very nice. This is... Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, this movie rocks, dude! It is so awesome. It's a space battle, you know. Uh, it, it's like two, it's like a, it's like a well a battleship battle, but in space. It's that's what it's like. Forty five minutes of the movie is these guys battling it with their their ships. It's so good. It's like you said, they sh- it saved the franchise. The first movie, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, was different. Um, it was it. They spent a lot of money and basically a lot of money just got to kind of show off effects and the movie wasn't that great. And the main thing is this move, that movie didn't have a really, a real villain, a person villain. And so they, the second one, you know, they, they, they cut the budget big time, but they brought in Ricardo Montalban to play Khan, the bad guy. And he knocked it out of the park. He was sadistic, crazy, um, It wouldn't surprise me if Heath Ledger took a little bit of him to be the Joker. (laughs) Like, there's just craziness. Like, very smart and educated, but, but like, I don't know. It just it's weird. But I love this movie, dude. It's it's so good. Um, It takes it takes they took an episode from the 1960s show, um, Space Seed, and they took that and basically made a sequel from that episode to make this movie. I mean, that is incredible to take like just an hour long show that didn't that people kind of forgot about like it was on you know it wasn't one of the best episodes and they and they they made this huge movie became a huge blockbuster absolutely love this movie christy alley's in it um oh yeah know, she plays the the vulcan girl Uh she said she slept with her uh her ears on and just would show up the next day because she didn't like the them having to put them on <laughs> so uh all the time so she slept with them on um uh, they, Leonard Nimoy, he said, famously said, he's like, I, I'm done with Spock. I don't want to be Spock anymore. I'm done. And he wanted, he requests to be killed. And even before the internet, this news got out that Spock is going to be killed in this movie. So they changed some things up a bit. Now, of course, for those you don't know, Spock does die at the end of the movie. Um, but they say so they changed some things up a bit and they, they kill him in the first scene. But they realize it's a simulation that they're they're doing, like the Academy's doing, like uh, practicing. And so like he doesn't really die. So then they tried to fool the audience right away. Like, oh, so he doesn't really die. He was just, they're playing, you know, for the simulation thing. And then, of course, then the tearjerker thing at the end, he actually does freaking die. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, and I'm sorry. If, he, if a tear doesn't come to your eye or you get a little choked up when you see, you know, Jim, who, you know, you're my Jim, Jim, just so you know. <laughs> And his best friend Spock and having to say goodbye. I mean, that was it was an incredible scene. It, and I, of course, they left it open um, for Spock to come back, which he does. And then, of course, they made six movies with these guys. Um, it's just, it's just awesome. It's just such a great. Like I said, it saved the franchise. It, it made it really cool an action movie, not just a science movie. You know, it, it was science and action, and an awesome revenge story. And he's, he's speaking Shakespeare a lot, you know, Khan is, and it's just it's really cool, I, I don't know, it's just so good.
2: Well, good. Yeah,
3: <laughs> sorry, no, I, was, I thought you were going to jump in there.
2: No, not really, I mean, I, I think, uh, I wasn't a huge Star Trek fan, but I right. think I saw all the earlier movies once, probably.
3: Right, and like I said, you don't, like, I'm a Star Trek fan, and I'm basically I was, I was just, for a long time, I was just a movies fan, I loved William Shatner, I think he's awesome as as James Kirk, but like... I love these movies because it was just, this was such a fun action movie and it was a set in space. So it was just different, you know, um, absolutely, absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it, the fact that it's awesome and go check it out. Ricardo Montalban is a badass. So, uh, what, um, we didn't
2: even talk about what movies we didn't put down.
3: Oh, cause we're on, Oh, cause we already mentioned our number ones. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are some of your honorable mentions?
2: Um, let's see. I'm trying to think ones that you haven't mentioned. Ones that the, the guys at the deuce haven't mentioned mm-hmm. um, the two towers. We didn't bring that up.
3: Oh, right. And real quick, uh, when you said you sat home and watched six hours of star or six movies of star Wars, One Christmas before my son was born, my wife and I, during our Christmas break, we each had the week off. We sat and watched all three movies, which is like 12 and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, but Two Towers is great. Yeah, good one.
2: Uh, Two Towers. I think the, arguably between Empire Strikes Back, the other best sequel people will bring up is Godfather 2.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's on, like, number one on a lot of lists out there.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and, a and rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah, rightfully so. Uh, I love Terminator 2. That's the best Terminator, period. It's way better than Terminator 1. Oh, yeah. And that's I would say that that's the first – that's the only sequel I would say that is far superior than the original movie is T2. Yeah, there's
3: a, um, there may be a few out there, but definitely T2 is superior than the first one, so –
2: I put down Scream 2 just because I love that franchise, but the second one is my least favorite of all of those movies, so I didn't include it on my list. I put Desperado because technically it's a sequel to El Mariachi.
3: Yeah, it is. You're right.
2: So I put that one on the list. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. Here's here's a good one for you. Um, Have you seen the movie High Fidelity? I have. There's a scene in High Fidelity where... Uh, John Cusack's girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend, they've broken up. He asked her if she's slept with her new boyfriend yet. And she said, not yet. I haven't slept with him yet. So the next scene is her asking his, him asking his, his friends who, one of them's Jack Black. Uh, (laughs) what if I said to you, I hadn't seen evil dead two yet. Would that imply that I wanted to see Evil Dead 2? <laughs> and, then, and then it's this whole discussion about Evil Dead 2 and how Evil Dead 2 is an amazing movie with a great soundtrack and yeah. this whole thing about Evil Dead 2. So I have Evil Dead 2 on my list also.
3: Nice, nice. Um, I had yeah, I got some of the same ones you have. Uh, Scream 2. I thought you would definitely put Scream 2 or I, Friday the 13th Part 2 is a great movie. I love Friday the 13th Part 2. Um the original one is the best, though. But um, I had Karate Kid Part 2 was an honorable nice. mention of mine. I love that movie. Um, uh, Ghostbusters 2. I like Ghostbusters 2. I think it's great. Uh, Cars 2. <laughs> Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Tur- Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. That's a great Beverly Hills Cop movie. Uh, Batman Returns, um, you know, with Michael Keaton and the, the Penguin. Uh, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. <laughs> great i love their titles uh home alone 2 phenomenal um yeah and so uh toy Story 2 those guys mentioned too also um superman 2 great superman love that movie and captain america winter soldier i love the captain america movies and not a lot of people do but the second one is amazing so uh, yeah good this is fun jim this was oh, man i can go on and on about some of these movies there's so many everyone like think kind of bashes sequels but then you like start looking at these and like oh there was a lot of good second movies of these uh franchises okay jim well this has been a long show and we apologize if it's too long for people but um having those guys from the deuce on was awesome and so we wanted to give them a lot of time and uh yeah we can go on and there's so much trivia and so much fun facts about the movies that i mentioned jim mentioned and the and jeremy and brad mentioned so go on there and find them watch these movies they're great movies and um, a couple people mentioned uh, wanted right write in their top five. I, I'll, I'll name three uh, two, uh, three people here. Mentioned there's Zach. He had Star Trek Two, the Khan, Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. He had Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. There you go. He also had Empire Strikes Back and The Dark Knight. Uh, Joe um, had Terminator Two, Dark Knight, Silence of the Lambs, uh, which is a sequel to Manhunt. Uh, good one. That's a good one. Um, all of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know, Joe. <laughs> anyway, um, and then Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, those weren't in his order. I think it went reverse there. Um, which I've never been a Planet of the Apes fan, even the new ones. Anything, I'm just not a big, big fan. Um, Kevin had Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Interesting. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Toy Story Three. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. I guess that's a sequel. Yep. yep. Damn yeah,
2: because it. it was. It's actually. I thought about that one. I almost put it on my list, but technically it's it's the third in the list. Yeah. Because of European vacation would technically be the second, second one. So yeah. um but that that is a really good call for a sequel. Yeah.
3: And he had Return of the Jedi. So thank you for everyone writing in. Thanks to Brad and Jeremy from the Deuce Podcast. Check out their uh, their fellow Podbean guys. Um, and you can check them out on Podbean, you can check us out on Podbean, and of course iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. And everywhere else, you can stream your podcast, uh, Jim. Where can people uh, talk to us and, and send us nice messages or hate mail?
2: Um, on our on our cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, I'm, I'll I'll give those out at a later date mm-hmm. and uh, let's email. Let's give out, Tom let's
3: give out one, one one number per week.
2: Sure, nine. Yeah. Damn it! The rest <laughs> rest to follow.
3: <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so you you I, I cut you off. You said Tom and uh, Tom and Jim's top five at Gmail. And, instagram
2: facebook uh, yeah. twitter uh spotify probably some other ones as they start to come out we'll figure those out too maybe tom could do some snapchatting
3: no it's not gonna happen i'm not okay, snapping cool. i'm not chatting i'm not doing any of that crap <laughs> i'm sorry okay such a, I, i'm just such a curmudgeon <laughs> i'll go with my tapioca pudding get off my <laughs> lawn <laughs> yeah sorry
2: you're like the guy from Gran Turismo or Gran Torino. <laughs> Gran, Gran You're the guy from Gran Turismo.
3: <laughs> Who's yelling at the kid from Gran Turismo, but that's different. <laughs> <Right. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, Jim we we cannot do these long of shows. We're losing we're running out of steam here. Right. Uh, it's off the rails, bring it back. Alright, um all right, well, let's get the hell out of here. Jim, I'm gonna call you back in five minutes.
2: Please don't.
1: You got some other folks might be a little bit smart than I am big and stronger too Maybe, but none of them Will ever love you the way I do It's me and you, boy And as the years go by A friendship will never die You're gonna see it's our guess on me